welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your host and Game Master. This week we're concluding our Crystal Hearts adventure, but before we get to that, we've got a few announcements. I'm excited to tell you heroes that we're adding another actual play podcast to the One Shot Network, and it's by my good friends Alex Flanagan and Addison Peacock over at the Cryptid Keeper Podcast. Their formerly Patreon-exclusive actual play podcast, A Horror Borealis, is going to be joining One Shot in our lineup of actual play shows. A Horror Borealis uses the Monster of the Week role-playing system and is set in the fictional town of Revenant, Alaska. A Horror Borealis will be coming to podcatchers near you in January. We're able to add and support shows like A Horror Borealis thanks to support from our Patreon, which is why I'm happy to report our 2018 Patreon drive is going super strong. Right now, we are just $20 away from hitting $7,900 a month, which will bring part five of our Bin Bon and Jubna sequel series. Heroes, now is an incredible time to join the Patreon. Not only do we have amazing bonus content going up all throughout the drive, but if you join us at the $15 a month level, you join the One Shot Book Club, where you get free RPG PDFs every month, along with the rest of your One Shot bonus content. And this month's game is Night Witches by Bully Pulpit Games. Bully Pulpit is the same publisher that brought you games like Fiasco and my personal favorite, Starcrossed. Night Witches is about Russian airwomen using outdated equipment to defeat the Nazis. It's incredible and a perfect holiday game. Because I want to give a little extra incentive, if we manage to hit 8,000 by the end of this week, I'll release the next part of our campaign Firefly miniseries. If you want to get involved and support the network, head over to patreon.com slash one-shot podcast to lend us your support. With all that out of the way, I'll see you in the mid-roll, heroes. What do you guys want to do? So, so we don't it's see any of the assassins dangerous. around. No, no assassins around. We have to get banana puke, um, a spoon made from cannibal trees, and bridge mushrooms. Yes, I'm going to. As we're walking, I'm going to find some sort of uh, a bunch of big leaves uh, from one of the bushes around, and um, spread some salt on the inside of the leaf and wrap the banana mush uh, inside of and kind of make a nice slurp snout um, bait. Sure. Ah. Do we know where to find the slurp snout? Yes. Uh, okay, there. let's go over there. <laughs> <laughs> over there. Wow, that's all going down to the slurp snout ranch. It's basically the more forested, more heavily forested part of the island. It's somewhat rocky. Um, there's a lot of thick underbrush all around here. It's not fun. It's not the sort of um, woodland you would like to just go around. It's not from like Pokemon, okay? Where in the anime for Pokemon, they have these amazing country sides and everything. No, it's, it's way more jungle-like. Um, that's where the slab snout apparently likes to hop around all over the place. Um, it's thick-ish. Even though it's midday, the, the forest is thick enough, so it's... I, would, I wouldn't say mechanically dark. It's not minus one dark, <laughs> but it's shadowy. It's atmospheric under, dark. It's atmospheric it's dark, dark. But it yeah. doesn't matter. Just let everyone know. <laughs> <laughs> it's doing wonders for Beaufort. Right oh, now. yes, actually. Yes, it's a bit chilly. Um, oh, right, yeah. Trekking a slurp snout in this um, mess of a place will require probably a trekking check, unless you can give me something else. I don't know. I'm happy to track. That is a... Yeah, at 11. Um, 
that's a lot for a tracking check. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I mean, that by tracking, you mean survival, right? <laughs> Otherwise, I rolled the wrong dice. <laughs> I will go with survival. It's fine. <laughs> I, I find a slurp slow. snap. My life depends on it. Uh, exactly. Well, there's this slope snout, this young slope snout, about the size of a very, very big dog or a pony. Actually, it's a pony. It's the size of a pony. Aww. Okay. Now that I think about it, um, only way thinner with these thin legs that can leap over all of the underbrush that's all over around the place. Um, and a snout, a really big elephant like snout sort of thing that it uses to like search into under the bushes and grab all sorts of tiny little things. And it is completely unaware of you guys as you approach from the bushes from behind. Uh, let's say a distance where you can see it quite clearly. Um, do I know do you... how long it takes uh, from, from the point where it eats the banana to the point where it pukes what we needed to puke? It's going to take about two, three minutes, maybe five minutes. Depends on the specific slurps now digestive yeah, track, yeah. I assume. Yeah. Now, hang on. How are we going to catch it when it comes out of the slurps now? Now, we've got this canteen, but um, we've got to get it under its nose. Yeah. Do we need to, like, capture oh, it yeah. in some way? Like, a even, even a small amount should suffice. So even if it pukes over the ground... Oh, we can pick some up and... Yes. Oh yes. no, that's it's not thick. Good. It's thick. I, gu- I guess it's already sick. So you know, <laughs> how much more disgusting is it gonna get? <laughs> yeah, it's sick, but it's an ingredient sick. But once it touched the ground, it's just dirty. That is splitting some hairs. <laughs> yeah, it's just different kinds of dirt. Let, let's let's okay. Let's there's there's all this, all this. Uh, there's all these. Uh, so there's a patch of stone over to over to one side, like a, like a little plateau thing. And I reckon if we can get it to throw up on that, then we can. It's probably going to be cleaner than if it throws up on, say, that um, uh, half a dog that's inside. So that that that, that would be better. So we'll, we'll we'll get it to do that. Um, so there's a half a dog. We we've established there's it's in the fiction. Half a, a half a dead dog. Oh uh, no. Within... <laughs> it's alive. Okay. okay. <laughs> no, it's dead. It's dead. There's just there's a, there's, a, there's the corpse of a dog. Which oh man, you wouldn't want to eat sick that had been in that. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> there are flies and everything. Yeah. Gross. Uh, so maybe we can put the the banana sandwich um, on that piece of rock and then somehow grab the slurp snout when it comes to eat it. We put some bushes over it and then we make a noise like salt. <laughs> Salt sound, Buford. <laughs> yep, that's a, that's how it sounded in the cave. That's amazing. I mean, he's nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm drawing his attention. Um, no, um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how we lure it over. Um, maybe we can. Maybe ah, you know what? Uh, maybe one of us can go around the other side and just spook it a tiny little bit. <laughs> we can just so it moves on. Sprinkle some salt on the ground. That's a good idea. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Make sure, it stays there while it's ugh, you know eating. Because there, there's loads of salt around the banana leaf. I like that. 
and then hopefully it'll get confused, snuffle its little nose and its horrible big nose, and this thing is disgusting. Um, and then and then suck up some banana, and then it'll be sick, and then we'll get to eat that sick, which is apparently good. I know, isn't it amazing? Cooking is the yeah. best. Yes. Okay. Let's 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 make it happen. Um, I'm going to I'm going to uh, throw some individual salt crystals towards it. Uh, hopefully, hoping to sort of get them in a line. Uh, or maybe you should um, do that, um, because um, I believe you actually have the throwing I, skill. I do, actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, are we close to the... We're, we're fairly close to the stone slab. Um, sure. So I'm just going to place the banana there, sneak back, and then try to throw... Well, the, let's do... Let the, apparently, the sneak part mm. is probably the problem. So let's all stealth. Uh, okay. Let's try um, to do you stealth. Have... I do not have stealth. Okay. That's fine. Um, the creature only rolls its notice against you, so we'll have to wait and see. Is that all of us, or just... Um... No, only the person that does okay, it. Cool. Everyone else, I assume, are not running around. Yeah, so screen. maybe someone who is good at this should do it. I'm very sneaky. There you go. Thanks. I'll put this salt down. Uh, that's Cox. Is that Cox? No. Yes. Right. No. It, it, it wasn't Cox, but it's a terrible roll, so I'm going to spend a penny to <laughs> Whoa, it's even worse. Come on, baby. Papadies and you pair of sick. I'm going to start throwing salt crystals to kind of uh, lure the creature away from where Buford is. Ah, <laughs> interesting. Just I'll give you a plus one me. on that. Um, a, a seven. A seven, I got. Uh, actually, I'm, that's, that, does that include a plus one from uh, Aviv's? Eight with the plus one. Then, awesome. Um, okay. Actually, it's all really low, so everything is fine. Ah. Um, you make Oof. your way toward the stone slab, uh, place your dessert, yummy, yummy, salty dessert <laughs> um, on, the, on the slab and sneak away without alerting it at all. It immediately turns around afterward. It's now like sniffing the air as, as it searches for the source of... So, and zips toward it, turning its head along with its snout, the moment later, <laughs> the moment after its snout, to, as it grabs it and rolls it and brings it up to its mouth. And it's like... Oh, that was quick. <laughs> no, it doesn't, no, it doesn't no. actually puke. It seems... Oh, it doesn't like the banana. Uh, uneasy. As it stands there in the clearing and goes like... Uh, we need to stop it from... It, it, it seems very anxious and uh, ready to jump, ready to just start Jumping. running some. Just I could entangle it. You can. That's a good idea. You can. Great. Now we now we don't want to distress this thing. Let's more, let's make sure to tie it down while it pukes some up pukes up stuff. We can just point <laughs> to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No reason to cause the animal undue stress. I'm going to go get vines to wrap around it and restrain okay, its okay. movements. Maybe soft vines. Uh, yeah, gentle mm. vines. Caress. Oh, that was not a good roll. I am going to spend a Benny on this one. Oh, there we go. Oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, so I got a six uh, twice. Um and then a five after that. So I am at uh, 16 or 17. Yeah. Um, while you are 
you are not only able to, keep, to, to grab it gently, <laughs> gently around its ankles, <laughs> but also as it, it tries to move and realizes it can't, so it, it's not agitated at enough. Yeah, one, one of the vines like sort of gently caresses it behind the ears. And then it seems ready to puke, and one of the vines grab the snout and points it at just gently. Oh my god. Holding it to point at the wall, at the rock, and then the snout just splatters yellow gook all over the wall. A moment later, the slurp snout goes... And dies. Uh, and... <laughs> <laughs> and it dies, no, yeah. No. It's on their way for retirement. <laughs> it doesn't die, it's okay. <laughs> I, think it, I think it's the first slurp snout in the history of me running this adventure that survives this process. Oh, yes. wow. I want it. <laughs> Well, usually by mistake, but yes. Uh, uh, bit grim, mate. Like, it, it seems to be kind of a happy, fun time game about Crystal Hearts. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. um, so uh, I'm going to get my trusty spoon, because um, I did I did mention at the start I'm carrying everything I own, uh, and yes. scrape a bunch of this pungent sick into the canteen where the banana was. Um, I assume you release <laughs> the Slurp Slout, James, or... Oh, yes, Okay, indeed. because it jumps away the moment you approach. It um, obviously just darts away. Um, Will, while all of this is happening, you've been standing and overseeing things, and also, right about now, notice that there's someone talking to someone else somewhere in the woods as they notice the slopes now jumping. Someone is calling to someone else quite... In, in a low voice. Um, uh, they call it Zingamayanly. A, a moment later, you can see this, uh, uh, just a shadow or movement, something, but with the colors of the company of the Velvet Viper, okay. somewhere among the woods. They apparently are not aware of you, Paul, because of how well you rolled your trekking. Mm. Sorry, survival. Mm. <laughs> we survived. Um. Yeah. The Kovach will lean forward, so conspiratorially. Assassins. They are somewhere there, then they seem to be chasing the same snuff snap you just uh, used. Is there anything you want to do, guys? We just need two more things and we're done and we can get back. That's amazing. We're doing so well, you guys. Yeah, um, well, there's another group that looks like it's after that slurp. Well, it's, it, they're going to be like, it hasn't gone into that delicious bile. Oh yeah, it's piles on. Yeah, so that's uh, that's good actually. Hopefully, hopefully they can track that one down. It'll just be dry heaving up bits of banana. Um, okay, listen. Now, do you remember we were talking about cheating before? Oh now, yes. This might be a time to do that. Have you have you got any oh, ideas? In what way? I don't know. Have you got ideas, or should we just get out of here? and get, I don't know, to a bridge where mushrooms are. Just to wash well, out. I'm covered in sick. <laughs> Join sin, they said. Sin the world, they said. Superpowers, they said. Well, it's, it is our fault because on that recruitment poster, one of the people, one of the smiling people was covered in sick <laughs> as well, so... <laughs>
Um, the Kovac just stands at the back of Wolf and Thumb with the claw just extends and does the kind of throat slitting motion. Wait, you want to kill them? <laughs> I think, I think aren't, we, aren't we supposed to be above that? Maybe me. Yes, they all, we are. They also said that, said that in the orientation. We're not supposed to just murder people. Like, they yeah. might be the monks. Who knows? He waggles the little dart. Self-defense. I think you have to do it while the attack's happening. I think it's just revenge. Otherwise. <laughs> oh, wait. Hang on. Hang on. Um, Time's reality. Um, oh, my God. The turtle's got in his head. Listen, Nalani, you seem the most switched on about this. Um, what is the precise length of time we're allowed to go before it becomes revenge? I don't think we need to do any of that. Guys, we have three of the ingredients. Wait, Just do you want do you want a technical answer from the scene manual? I did bring this. Oh. Oh yes, yeah. please. Sure. Aviv, roll, please roll your smarts. Okay. Amazing. I love that the scene manual is like there is a time window for self-defense and revenge. Revenge and you. Apparently, apparently there is. Yes, seven. Apparently, I read the menu. Oh, yeah, sure. Aviv, what's, what's the correct time? As, as far as you remember, I mean, maybe you don't remember it correctly, but, you know, generally speaking. It's not so much about time. It's about the number of attacks that were made on you. Mm. After one attack, it's, if it's not immediate, it's considered revenge. Mm. Um, honestly, after two attacks, it's presumed that whoever attacks you more than one time wants you dead. Therefore, if you're attacking them back, it's definitely self-defense. We don't Have they know attacked for us more sure. Than once? There was the point. And there were those suspiciously Zingamayan animals. Yeah. I also want to note that because of strange regulations, specifically in Switzerland, it works differently. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Let, let's, um, let's, let's keep our weapons drawn and move as quietly as we can away from the situation, they're going to get some rubbish, no bile looking sick out of this slip. It's the worst. Their gumbo yeah. is going to suck. It's going to be awful. If we did want to still try and cheat, we do know that mundane salt corrupts the bile. We could, if we've got some regular salt, we could just throw that out and. Kovac starts grinning maniacally as he pulls out. The garlic salt salad. <laughs> ah, yes! <laughs> salt the earth. <laughs> what do you do, Kovac? What do you do? It's going to be a case of almost like gleefully spraying it, you know, flinging handfuls of it as we go through this area. That is considered assault. That's okay. <laughs> and uh, so we've got to get the mushrooms and the spoon. I think the uh, cannibal seems like the thing we should do first and then go check out a bridge. There are two problems with that theory. First, okay. as you make your way outside of the wooded area toward the hilly sort of mid-island place where, where, where the mountains do actually begin, you realize that if you are going for the, um, the cannibals, it's unlikely you'll have time for anything else before you mm. come back. Um, the other problem is the monk. Uh, he seems to have been waiting. He sits on a rock along the very ancient uh, trail that leads, that you are basically following or walking along. And he stands up as you 
come closer, he's been waiting for you, it seems. He's very patient, even though you see him from a vast distance. He stands up and just waits. Um, and as you approach even a slightly, I mean, to the range of what are we going to do with this monk, he takes out a spoon from behind his back and presents it in, uh, into the air sort of thing toward you guys. Um, is this... I... Is this a blood-curdled elm spoon? Is it wooden spoon? You approach and sniff it. It's a wooden spoon, yes. Uh, excuse me, uh, um, who, who, who are you? My name is Burford. I am but a humble monk, and uh, this is a gift for me to you. Ah. From all of us to all of you. He places the, the spoon, it's a steering spoon, in your hand. It is a way of us to thank you for helping when you did not have to. And even though we believe that your kind are dangerous and that you winning is a horrible mistake, uh, we cannot but abide by our pure morality. That's very kind of you. Um, I'm incredibly grateful. Just real quick, this is blood curdle elm, right? Because I know you can't lie. This isn't just like a spoon you found, right, dude? It, it is a blood curdle elm. Um, 27 of my brothers died. Wow. 27? Wow. Wow. Oh, yeah, it, it's been, it's most of them from old age. It's been doing it for years, for years. I mean, oh, well, hey, listen, I'm very right. sorry I was rude before, uh, but I just, I'm having some real problems trusting anyone on this island. Someone's tried to kill us. Uh, well, you know, you know about that. Yes. Uh, I hope they will succeed. Well, that's, God, you guys are really strange. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, I can tell you, yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to uh, thank and bow and put my hands together in completely the wrong method and turn around and be like, we should leave before someone tries to steal this spoon off us. It just goes to show you, you can grow up with, with different cultural opinions about people and then you meet people in real life and no matter what you do, they reinforce those same cultural opinions they've always had. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, see, we don't need to cheat or anything. We can keep doing good stuff and do our job because we're just better than everyone else. I mean, cheating has been really fun, though. Yeah, I do want to say that we are better than everyone else, but don't rule out cheating. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he nods at you and say, I hope all five of you will get off the island as quickly as possible. And turns around and starts to walk away. They are weird. They're really strange. I mean, got to respect them. They stick to it. But Kovac will put his whittling tools that he had and stuff them into his pack. Single tier rolling down. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kovac, I mean, we're really going to be depending on you for this next bit because we've got to go under that bridge. It's full of crocodiles, I think. Yeah, the, the river's full of crocodiles, and I don't think anyone else is going to be tall enough to scrape mushrooms off the underside of a bridge. Yeah, did you, did you like, have a childhood dream about gathering mushrooms? Gleefully <laughs> pulls out his little sickle that he has. Kovac mm. pulls out his full alligator costume. <laughs> <laughs> the crocodile Dundee hat, yeah. Um, Finally, roll your bond to play. 
Um, okay, Set, cool. Set, should... Set bridge is yeah. in, uh, as, as mentioned before, it's really within viewing distance of the hotel. Um, as you approach, you can already hear the, what did we say was the, the local music? Oh, steel, steel drums. drums. <laughs> yes. Steel drums. You can probably hear it from where you currently are. Here's the thing. When you approach the um, mushroom, the bridge is an old stone and wood bridge on the outskirts of the village. You can hear the rushing, roaring river below. Um, it's 12 meters below. I don't know how much that is in feet or foot or whatever, because I, I, I'm from the right side of the ocean, so <laughs> I have no... No idea, but it's 12 meters. It's like three stories or floors mm-hmm. or something like that. It's deep. Um, it, uh, yes, yes. And uh, you can hear the, the crocodile snapping their jaws because they can mm-hmm. to inform you of their presence. <laughs> yeah, how they but normally do it. Yeah. That's how they do it. That's, the camera pans to them. You can hear them snapping. The camera pans back up. Uh, but then you can also see a boy in a wheelchair Sitting, um, I would say midway around the bridge from the other side towards you guys uh, with uh, two parents. One of them has an umbrella open. The other has a top hat. <laughs> he doesn't need an umbrella. Uh, and uh, he takes a few steps forward as you approach. Even before you actually get down to the bridge just from beyond the hill. Uh, uh, <laughs> I say, do not approach any further. This is... Bridge. Well, I mean, no, it clearly belongs to the hotel. Their branding is all over it. Oh, oh t- tell him, tell him, tell him it's our bridge. I am telling him it's our bridge. This is our bridge and we will not allow interlopers. Uh, sir, have you purchased the bridge? I mean, they're from Fjordstad. They yeah, might if have, you have purchased. purchased the bridge. Then this is something we can discuss. But if this is something which you're just trying to claim, you will need a flag. Do you dare assume a, a flag? He said, he said, yes, dear. He said he needs a flag. <laughs> she, she seems to burrow into a backpack on the, on, on the side of um, the wheelchair and takes out a full Fjordstadian flag, places well. it on the bridge. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, they've got us there, guys. Um, how much do we need these mushrooms? <laughs> Oh, we need the mushrooms. Yeah, no, 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 these are mushrooms. mushrooms. Technically, if we refer to the Sin manual, if this is Fjordstad, we're allowed to enter. Oh, yeah. No, it's private property. Doesn't Fjordstad have freedom to roam laws, though? Oh, that's true. Yeah, my apologies. It does, yeah. (laughs) Okay, I see someone needs to roll law degree or something. I think that would just default um, to smarts. <laughs> cite some cases. I think this is this is all very neat, but I'm going to walk onto the bridge um, and then try and try and upsell down. Daddy, daddy, daddy! A friend is approaching. The dad immediately starts walking toward you as you come. Um, uh, I was like walking on the bridge. Um, I would like some sort of. I do not have intimidate in well, any Kovacs way. Well, Kovacs does. Uh, yeah, I'll strike. Kovacs. Give me, give me a big growl. Let's see if this guy's scared this time. It'll be the growl, but then there'll be the slow hand comes and extends and reveals the carnivorous rodent that's been attached to my uh, shoulder for the past day. <laughs> I keep these things on for fun. 
Um, sure. Note that um, he is extremely annoying. He is mechanically annoying. <laughs> um, and he has an amazing taunt and intimidation as well. I think this is going to be an intimidation fight. You'll roll intimidation one against the other. Yes, intimidation yeah. off. I like the idea that we could maybe just ignore them. And see what, and then see what, yeah. and see what happens at that point. Because <laughs> at the moment, their tactics seem to be pushing and yelling. Uh, well, this guy seems like he would definitely complain yeah. to our managers. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see him try. Like, you got sin on the phone. That's an eight plus a six. Whoa! Oh, eight. eight? He wow! He gives you a son. Okay. Now six, I'll six, give well, you. I'll... <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll give you an opportunity to use a Benny. Not that you would, but still. Because you get an opportunity to use a Benny before I roll, and then I get an opportunity to use a Benny. Alright. Oh, well, I did use a, a Benny. Sure, 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 sure. And now I roll. I should note, I have some Bennies too. Yeah, look. But yeah I should think we should get some Bennies, I you think. You all we get a Benny. A of... yeah. I should note, I got an 8 on my uh -oh. die of a D8, so mine exploded as well. <sighs> Into yes. a one. So, um, <laughs> nice. Um, he looks you up and down, and it takes some time um, to go all the way up and then back all the way down. <laughs> um, he is intimidated, but in a way that he would never, of course, admit it. So instead, he turns around and uh, uh, says, huh, I will at least allow you. And he, he doesn't even speak to your face. He, um, he, he ignores your presence as he makes his way back toward the wheelchair. I will allow you to cross the bridge, but nothing else. You, you showed him! You showed him what's what! Please, please stop being weird about this. We're going to get some mushrooms. Uh, you should also get some mushrooms as well. We're going to use this bridge to get mushrooms. Uh, would you, do you want to send the maid after us? Or what's the deal? <laughs> the maid is not there. Oh, fantastic. Okay. She's just hovering overhead with psychic energy. Okay, sure. Um, uh, then, so like, so we abseiling, we're climbing on the underside of this thing, right? Yes. Fun? Yes, apparently okay, the mushrooms cool. grow on the underside. Um, I am going to uh, lash myself to the, uh, to, the side of the, to the side of the bridge with some rope, um, and then um, turn to Kovacs and say, hey, uh, can you um, make sure that he doesn't just poke my rope uh, with a stick so it comes undone. They are some distance from you. They are like in the middle of the bridge yeah. and they make yeah. sure to talk to each other about how amazing they are and how weak and, and feeble you guys are and they convince mm -hmm. each other of their own superiority. But yes, So they're doing yes, some propaganda over there. no longer <laughs> even turn to face you. Great. Okay. I, I, I still don't want to leave a rope just oh, no, stuck no. on oh, it. I think it's a good idea. That's okay. Um, so the, We've also got these crocodiles snapping up at you, so there's a chance they could catch right? that rope. It's, it's twenty meters. I think we're out. Of, we're outside of crocodile range as long as we stay tied to the yes. bridge. So we should be should be should be okay. Is this an agility check? Um, it's a climb check. A climb check. That's not a thing I have, my friend. Um, I... how about how about survival? <laughs> <laughs> I will have to be assistant on climb this time. However. Okay. Um, so I've got quick. Does that help me in any way? It helps because I, I don't want to be slow. Um, unfortunately, no. Technically speaking, right, quick okay. gives you a better chance of getting a good card during a combat during initiative. Ah, I see. Okay. So, 
Ah, uh, Kovac oh, right, has cool. climbed up. Uh, yeah. okay. Kovac is very dejected, sort of clutching his, his mushroom-picking sickle that he had. And his just yeah. throwing his crampons into a bin. You know, he sees you're getting ready, and he's wait, already no, putting it back no, towards the bag. Hey, come here, <laughs> come here Kovac. <laughs> it's your time to do a thing. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to tie a uh, a a a loop of, of rope around his waist, and then look at the rope and tie a second rope around his waist and the bridge. You can do this. I've got you. Do do you do you want to maybe put your zapache down just so he doesn't fall into the crocodiles? I think it's good for morale. <laughs> it's good for his morale. It gives it's um, it's like a mascot, you know. Just yeah. yeah. Uh, I just take it and then just let it bite back onto the shoulder again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, makes sense. He's, he's adapted a symbiotic <laughs> relationship with it. Um, Kovac will want, you know, climb over the, uh, the siding of the bridge, ponder about doing a, you know, a graceful back dive off and then realise how tiny the people holding the rope are. And, and We're tied it to the bridge, I want to stress that. Leaning to the underside, you, I will not require a climb check for this as long as you are being held tight by the rope, as long as you are not in much of a hurry. Um, you manage to sort of, I mean, are you with your hands up to the bridge and your legs? Are you like crawling on the underside or are you, how are you positioned? Because I do have climb, I'll probably have abseiled down to just below the, the, the actual underneath of the bridge. Uh, and then we sort of using my hands to pull myself uh, underneath the bridge with my uh, little mushroom sickle. Okay, that's where you see the maid. The, the, that's exactly where you see the ninja maid doing basically the same thing. Um, it appears to Arise be... me across a crowded bridge. It appears to be holding itself somehow into like Spider-Man, like on the other side of the bridge into the, the, um, <laughs> the wood and stone and walking with, well, actually not exactly walking, still making sure that it is exactly in position and apparently holding very steady while you guys were doing everything upstairs. But now as it sees you, sending one <laughs> arm to the, to the right, a blade obviously pops out of the arm like and it makes itself ready to fend you off, but also to cut some of the mushrooms that are somewhere in the middle between you guys. There's a whole colony of black mushrooms all over the place, though. How's it going down there, Kovac? Uh, cool. N- nice. Cool. <laughs> what do you do, Kovac? I'm going to scrabble like crazy uh, towards the uh, mushrooms. Um, it it does the same thing, like an a horrible creature from a horror film, uh, making its way along the underside of the bridge. Tick, 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 tick. Um, is, it, is it human? Is this thing? What, what is, is, it, is it a monster? I mean, frankly, you've been to Fjordsad, your film from Fjordsad. Maybe it's even an automaton. It's hard to say. Mm. Um, or maybe it's a oh, really, yeah. really weird human. It, uh, it's a sort of world where it actually can be a really strange person inside, though. So, maybe. Man can love a robot. Um, uh, that's, that's true, too. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. it, uh, it will immediately try to slice your head off. Is that okay with you, Kovac? She has mixed feelings about that kind of behavior. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, it, it will roll its fighting against uh, your parry. What's your parry, then? Uh, six. 
Well, I get a natural one, so it uh, slices in the air immediately where you were a moment ago, but you swung just a little bit back on the rope, just a tiny little back, and it loses its stability for a second, almost uh, um, grab, having to, to grab itself back in a moment. What do you do? Um, I'm going to sort of spin myself on the rope so that my legs swing around and try and sort of heel kick it in the head. Um, um, just to make sure you n- don't tell the guys up on the bridge um, anything well, about be, any well, of this. Well, well, that's happening. I'm pulling the sickle out of my mouth so that I'm no longer gagged. And uh, uh, okay. you just hear the, 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 the Kovach uh, yell of, Maid! Maid! Maid. Yes. I think that's okay. true for Mayday. Um, he needs help. That brings uh, Mummy and Daddy out of the stopper and looking at you. Ho, ho. Cool, we're going to kill you, mate. Um, um, how, uh, can, I, can I sort of like, uh, it's going to be, I'm trying to think how to describe this, sit on the edge of the bridge and sort of swing upside down so I can shoot at the thing? Or do I have to tie myself on a rope? Oh, wow. You will, I think you can try to swing yourself down somehow. That's going to be an amazing mm-hmm. roll. That you're going to have uh, to do in a moment. No, I and guess you, I'll just do something safe. <laughs> I, uh, everyone get a Benny. And I um, just pulled some cards for everyone. And yes, Grant, you okay, act Okay, cool. First. Oh, he's, t- he's tied on with two ropes. So I'm going to, um, I'm going to grab onto one of the ropes that, that, that he's tied onto and slide down. And then, and then basically land on Kovac and try and shoot. Um, the, uh, the, the maid. That's brilliant. Um, that's, I would claim it's two uh, okay. actions. Um, um, which is doable in Savage Worlds. It just means that each of them is done with a minus. Okay, two. you know what? Um, I don't feel like falling off a bridge. So I am going to, I am going to clamber down and take aim this turn and come and come back to me next turn. Okay, okay. I don't think there's a need for a yeah. wall in okay, this cool. case. Okay, that works. Um, you, so, just to make sure, you are now standing uh, on. No, coverage. I'll be. Um, I'll be. Uh, um, grappling on the side. on the side, or I'll be um, clinging onto the bridge from under side, like, like one-handed or something. But yes, it's all. Like, I'm. I'm somehow down, getting line of sight. No risk at all of falling off the bridge, of course. Yes, unfortunately, it's now Nanny, Mummy, and Daddy's turn, and we'll start with Mummy and Daddy. That will taunt you. A second time. Oh, no. Yes. Um, uh, let's see. Who's still up? Only you two guys. So, Aviv and James, they're going to taunt you. And taunt you hard. Um, mm. Daddy approaches, oh, no. I think, probably Uchel and starts saying horrible, demeaning things about the way you pick your hair and the color of your fingernails and how it's so last season. Oh my goodness. I mean, he doesn't believe that you would ever mm. do such a thing as to walk around. And he, uh, he rolled a five. You roll your smarts against it to try and uh, avoid being. Uh, Aviv, mummy, um, explains how you fit all of the stereotypes of an islander that if she's always uh, heard on. And she does mean your weight. And she rolled a two. So apparently you have an excellent body image and don't care about it. Thank you. That's a compliment. (laughs) 
Um, that was them. Nanny now will try to kill both of you. Hmm. say I'm right up next to her. Yes, yes, probably only you. Yes, with another slash of its hands, of its slash hands. Where is my D10? Here it is. It is a D10 fighting. It fights. It's got a 10. Oh, no. So it's a 13. Uh, yeah, right. What's your parry? Uh, my parry is six. So that's a success with a raise. Now, that means it deals its damage, which is a heavy cleaver, to the eight. Oof. And the raise means it gets another D6. But I can spend a Benny to uh, lessen that. No, unfortunately, you oh. can't because it's the, the creature rolled the results, the, the attack. Oh, right. You just had your passive pair. Oh, sorry. I thought there was a, a rule for using a Benny to lessen damage. There is, but you still you first need to get some damage. Oh, uh, okay. So we're just being threatened with a roll right now. Yes. It might be three ones. <laughs> yes. Unfortunately, it wasn't three ones. It's a 10. Oh. Um, the 10 is compared to your toughness, which is seven, which amazingly means it's just a success and nothing more. And a success <sighs> is just getting you shaken. Now you can use a Benny to become unshaken if you want to, but you can just roll spirit at the start of your turn. That was, how, how did it happen? What happened now that it attacked you very precisely, but obviously didn't really deal much damage? Um, oh no, there's a butcher. Oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, it nicked my shoulder and then cloven the sapacha. The sapacha is now sporting a very tragic wound. And I'm, I'm shook as I'm kind of nursing it in my hand. That silent, silent eyes of the, you don't quit on me. <laughs> <laughs> Pushing down into his little chest with two fingers. Uh, James, it's your turn. Okay, uh, so I was being mocked viciously. I did have to use a Benny, but after uh, the Benny for a reroll, I got a six that exploded, and I got a ten. Everything is fine with the world then. So yeah, I, I think I don't understand the insults that are coming at me because I said my nails are last season, and I look at them and they're green, and I go, no, it's spring. This is the right season for green. <laughs> Clearly you're confused. <laughs> And, you know, I don't think Chell understands uh, that there is a threat at all from these people, that, like, the mocking that we're getting from them is anything supernatural or out of the ordinary. So she's just uh, helpfully trying to inform them that it's spring and that green is typically associated with spring as a color. Quite persuasion. Okay. Okay, both of my dice exploded. I got an eight and a six. And the six is still going. Okay, so that is that is a thirteen because the third one was a one, but uh, minus two though, right? So so I'm down to so eleven. So mummy is drawn into this discussion about <laughs> what? Wait, no, she didn't mean season in that way. There's there's several ways. Okay, you're. Oh, so you mean seasoning? Now I'm more confused <laughs> because that would have to do with flavor, not appearances. Uh, and since you got a raise, Daddy is actually into it as well. He, he <laughs> needs to explain to Mummy what is going on, and she's. She... So you mean season isn't it like a television <laughs> program? <laughs> they, there's so much to explain. I, I think they takes a few moments to discuss among themselves where to begin. Where, where even? <laughs> sure, uh, Aviv, that only leaves you. Um, with Daddy and Mummy uh, busy, I'm going to. 
lean. You can see uh, cute little Johann Sebastian Franz Ferdinand. Johann Sebastian Franz Ferdinand, of course. The boy himself. I'm going to lean sitting. over, look him straight in the eye and say, hey, kid, you better quit this right now because you're not in the right league even for what, what's happening. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Grow up, learn some stuff and stay out of the competition. <laughs> so what do you say about his cooking skills? I just push him. <laughs> Fuck him! All right. <laughs> um, are you rolling something against him, or is this intimidation? Um, I'm, I'm trying to intimidate. Yeah, I'm not good at it, but I'm I hope, try it. Anyway. I hope you roll super low, and this kid just trash talks back in like the most unexpected. I rolled super low, so I'm going to um, stay with it. How much did you get? Two and one. Yeah, you made it. Whoa! Oh, oh, oh no! It's such a horrible victory. No. Um, he, um, his lower lip starts quivering. Oh. Even from this distance, you can see it. You can see just a tiny little snot, just a tiny little drop of snot. And he sniffs back. He turns his eyes, glazing to the sides, not to show you how, how hurt he is. Oh, so his parents were so protective of him, not because he's physically frail, but because he's emotionally fragile. He's everything frail. Oh. He's, he, he will break to pieces if something happens. <laughs> Mommy and Daddy always said I'm the best. I'm saying it's for you, kid. You're just not strong enough for this. Walk away. He, he throws himself off the bridge. No, no that's horrible. <laughs> Wheel away. Walk away. Wheel away. Yeah. Wheel away. Um, he, um, uh, he reconsiders every decision he ever made in his life. Let's go back down as apparently it's again, Grant, it's your turn. You're first against the nanny. I would like to shoot her, please. You can do that. <laughs> you can do that. Nanny. Uh, so shooting, uh, D6. Now, she can barely move, so I'll give you a plus two. Oh, great. Cool. Oh, and you uh, aim, so you get another plus two. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, 13. Really? <laughs> That's uh, a lot. Um, uh, I, we, when you shoot, you compare it against uh, a ba the base four, not against parry, because we uh, assume a person can't parry a bullet. Yeah. Um, that, of course, is a hit with a raise. Roll your damage and add another d6. So is, you only get like a one raise, or is it possible to get multiple raises? How does it work? Thankfully, it's only one raise. You yeah. can't get multiple because otherwise, everyone would die all the time. Uh, that's a thirteen again. Wow, uh, that's actually a success and a raise above the nanny. And because the nanny, like everything else around here, is not a wild card like you, it only has one wound, which means okay. it is dead. You Was it a human it? person or an automaton? Yeah, did I just kill it? Did I just kill it, Nanny? What did I just kill? You shot it in the head. It stops for a moment and falls. Falls it... down into the mists where you can hear the snapping and snaps of crocodiles. Oh, the, yeah. Its yeah. limbs still moving as it fell down. Does it spark reassuringly in the manner of a robot? <laughs> no. However, it doesn't scream as That's well. Well, it was Great. shot in the head. I would... I would not expect it to scream. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm no going, blood. Um, I'm going to uh, pat Kovac on the shoulder and then clamber back up. <laughs> Kovac, everything is 
fine and dandy. I'm staring down at my little buddy, you know, his, his little body in my hands, heaving breaths. Is he fine? Is he? <laughs> I'll roll for I'll roll Vigor for him and we'll see. Oh, he's pretty good at Vigor. Uh, what about spirit? No, spirit? A spirit yeah. check is what we want. It's got to cling on the lid. Well, Vigor won. Oh, thank God. Uh, no, A1. Oh, no. Die. Oh, no. That's the opposite. I, uh, I would claim that it's it's breathing very heavily, uh, probably like puking blood. At- <laughs> just in, you know, dropping the sickle, just grabbing a handful of the mushrooms and climbing as fast as possible to get to our healer. Sure. So just just bellowing. You're back up. Man down! Man down! <laughs> <laughs> I'll break out of my pedantic conversation uh, immediately and run over to the bridge. Kovac, are you hurt? Big arm comes over the side. Boosh. Other hand comes forth with the little coughing rodent. Save him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so Chell is going to lean down over this this uh, Zapacha and she's going to have her chest well up with a healing glow and we're, we're going to try and heal him. Sure. I'm going to join everyone as, an I, as I pass uh, by the mum, the mummy and daddy. I'm going to tell them you're doing horrible things to your son. Just saying. <gasps> Who are you to judge? Tell her, tell her she's not... Ignoring, going away. Okay. All right, so that is going to be... Oh, yeah, that's right. I've got the, the healer trait. So that's actually a seven. Um, I think I think the tiny thing will live. Um, however, it will never walk again. Oh, no! On specifically, it's left uh, forward leg. We'll have to replace it with an automaton leg at some point in their future adventures. It immediately goes back to biting your ankle. <laughs> Petting it reassuringly on the head as it gnaws into my flesh. Magical being. Yes. <laughs> hey, heroes. Welcome to the mid-roll. Now, if you would like this section of the show to include more stuff, I don't know, written by you, you can by purchasing a Radvertisement. Radvertisements are a way for you to put a personal or professional message in the mid-roll of either one-shot or campaign. You can head over to oneshotpodcast.com, click on Contact Us, and then select Radvertisements to book yours right now. There are a few Radvertisements coming up soon, and I cannot wait to read them. In the meantime, I'll take this opportunity to thank some of our backers on Patreon. Fiona Clark, thank you so much. Clarice Snyder, thank you. Ryan Alcorn, thank you so much. James Tilby, thank you very much. Dylan Roa, thank you. Margaret Lowark, thank you very much. Joshua Vask, thank you. Kay Cormier, thank you very much. Ryan Sublet, thank you. Mark Liming Jr., thank you very much. Crystal Anderson, thank you so much, Crystal. Jaris Maragopoulos, I don't know that I did that first name right, but thank you very much. Klaus Emmer, thank you. Rich Ranallo, thank you very much. Joe Robinson, thank you. Narfenstein, thank you very much. Fireside Radio Publications, thank you. Tyler Darm, thank you very much. Black Spire Studios, thank you. Kate Bowie, thank you. Isabel de Beloche, thank you. Nick Ventricelli, thank you very much. Dave Thompson, thank you. Samantha, thank you very much. 
Kirby, thank you so much. Jordan Williams, thank you. And Bjorn Fontaine, thank you so much. Thanks again to everyone who supports us here at the One Shot Network. You make everything that we do possible. And a huge thanks to the folks who joined us during this year's 2018 One Shot Drive. We're so close to our next milestone, I hope more people join you soon. With all of that out of the way, let's get back to the show. I assume you make your way back towards the hotel. Yes. It's gumbo time. And it is afternoonish as you and all of the other groups assemble before uh, Fetuado, the gumbo master, in uh, half a circle. All of you guys have tables in front of you. They are filled with everything you would probably ever imagine you might need. Bowls and kitchen utensils and all sorts of other things that one would need for a gumbo. I have no idea. I did zero research before this adventure. <laughs> Each of the group also has a gumbo pot, of course, and a bowl. Fetuado, very happily sitting before you, there are five monks to the side. They are all seem... Actually, I think there are only four monks... <laughs> To decide. Well, 27 of them died, so. Yeah. Um, they seem battered. There are five Zingamayan. They seem so angry at you guys, filled with all sorts of sticks sticking out of them and leaves as if they were running through all sorts of things. I'd like to walk over to the Zingamayan and say, I've got some, uh, some ingredients for your gumbo and just throw a bunch of dead patches in front of them and then walk back to our gumbo pot. <laughs> Um, yeah. I will take it as a taunt. Can you roll a taunt? Oh, uh, uh, I don't know. That's a taunt. That's a taunt with a plus <laughs> okay. two. Plus one for every that's a patch. <laughs> if you don't have taunt, you roll d4 minus two. Plus two because... I couldn't roll lower. That's a one one. Got a one. Yes, a one one. Yes. Mm. Oh, and a d6 as well, I guess? Uh, yes, always a d6 as well. Oh, okay, it's a six. Okay. <laughs> a seven. Seven. Seven on the B6 is fine. Um, they uh, seem confused, but that only makes them angrier. Great. Um, you, it, you can you hear them um, chatting on, chatting, l- yelling loudly at each other. Um, it's your fault. We didn't catch them. It's your fault. Should have done it. And uh, trying to hush each other as well. There are also the Franz Ferdinands and... The maid. Uh, it stands behind the wheelchair with covered with bandages all over. <laughs> Just covered with bandages and it, an arm in the sling and everything. I don't know what to make of that. <laughs> it's, it's there. And all of you guys are now presented with a very simple mission. An audience of about 200 people is now standing around looking. There's actually a scene agent in the crowd. She looks at you. She has this wavy pinkish hair. She waves at you very excitedly. And what will now happen is thus. Each group will now cook a gumbo and present it to me, Fetuado, one by one. And uh, I will drink them and tell... Oh, a monk is actually already standing next to him with a bowl ready. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, even Fetuado seems impressed. Uh, that, that was ve- very, very quick. That was cheating, I think. He uh, takes the bowl and says... Well, first taste, and we shall now begin the contest. He brings the bowl to his lips, pours it down, licks it, and says, Why, this is amazing. And from him erupts this yellowish aura, 
enveloping everything around, up to you, over you, into you, and a sudden gushing, hot, almost humid feeling seems to embed itself into you. Very unusual, and also obviously the effect of a crystal. It can't be anything else. Hmm. And we shall now draw initiative to everyone as the um, uh, Velvet Vipers immediately draw out their knives and start Whoa. tossing them right at what? you. What? Enough is enough! Um, uh, well, Aviv, you're first. Now, do note, if you do want to make a gumbo, you will have to roll some cooking. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So we still have to cook even during the fight. Great. Oh, don't, don't you want to win this competition? That's what we're here for, guys. For every success and raise you roll on cooking, you will get a point, a gumbo point. Once you have five, your gumbo is done. You will get pluses on your cooking for every ingredient that you've gathered. Since you've gathered all of them, good, awesome. That's a plus four on your cooking. That's basically it. Um, what the Velvet Vipers are trying to do is quite obviously disrupt your cooking. They will try to throw knives, not at you apparently. I mean, not at you guys, but at your utensils, <gasps> at your ingredients, and at your gumbo pots. They are... Yes. They are the worst. Um, if they make it, it will hurt your cooking. In that's what. Oh, following turns. Not on the level. Uh, no, it's not. But Fetrado seems completely entranced in the taste. Vibrating in his yellow haze. That's that's the thing, Aviv. It's your turn. Your first. What do you do, guys? You protect the kitchen. I'm gonna cook this gumbo. I'm gonna start by throwing the salt crystals into the pot and have them slightly charred to get that. Oh, wait, are you describing how you're doing this? We need to cook, don't we? Okay, I'll give you plus one. Cool. I think it is. <laughs> oh God, I rolled a one on my cooking die, but I rolled a six on my wild die. Is that plus six so, overall? I there clearly don't know what I'm doing, but it's pure luck getting me there. Uh, so it's seven mm. plus one plus one, nine. Oh, nice. That's a success and raise. So that's two points. Awesome. Two cooking points. Two cooking points. Now, very thankfully, they are only going to act on a queen, and we have two kings here. I always said you are two kings. <laughs> um, Grant and William, you both act. You choose which um, order you want. Yes, Kovac will stride for. I'm going to take two actions this round, even though it's not the greatest for me. One is simply to... With a stern look of approval staring at Luani, I'm going to pull forth the apron that had been dosed into the top bottom of my bag that says, kiss the cook, and proffer it forward in a kind of, this will help way. Oh. Is this your action? Because if it is your action, it will yep. give Aviv yep. a bonus Definitely on her next roll. No, no, you will be the one who was kissed. Then I want Ooh. you first to roll smarts, please. The smell, this yellow smell that seems to overcome your senses is so powerful that in a way you almost feel as if you are tasting in your mouth what Fetuado is now tasting in his mouth and it's overpowering. Uh, I will spend a Benny because if I'm doing two actions I'm at a minus two. Uh, actually it's not. It's, uh, it's not an action. It's a reaction. It's something that I asked you to do not something that you told me. Okay. Oh, in that case I rolled a five. Um... Everything is fine with the walls then. 
But you do realize that you're not the only one affected. It seems that some of the randomly chosen Velvet Assassins are indeed affected as well, and we have to roll smarts. Gant. Hello. I would like to shoot Velvet. There's one of them drawing back a knife to throw it, not looking for the delicious face. I'd like to shoot them in some non-lethal part, so like leg, arm, that sort of thing. That would be with a minus two, but sure. Sounds good to me. Uh, okay. Uh, that's just yeah. um, 11. Just 11? Just only 11, yeah. Um, how about you roll your damage plus 1d6 and he's probably disarmed and let's see if he loses the hand or something. I don't know. I want to get in front of the judge. Uh, that's uh, that's only six damage. Um, that's fine. That's actually more than the toughness. And okay. you um, shoot at the hand like in Indiana Jones or something. Yeah. The knife goes... And into the table, probably. And <laughs> she goes like, ah, my hand! <laughs> and it's... That is what you'd say. It, it's, it, uh, it hurts, but it uh, abstractly hurts. We, yeah. we don't see any damage. <laughs> we don't see any uh, blood or something. Just a bunch of fingers tumbling off her hand. <laughs> uh, I'm rolling smarts for them. They have very low smarts, apparently. Why did I give them such low smarts? Like, why to roll smarts to you not don't, be... Like... No, I rolled randomly for you guys and for them guys. Uh, okay. all, all them guys. One of them, however, makes it. And he is probably going... Ah, you know what? God damn it. You just shot one of his friends. He's going to jump at you with two <laughs> knives, one in each hand, going all like, I'm going to kill you. That's what he goes like. He says, I'm going to kill you. That, that's, he's in such a quiet, yeah, low voice. I'm going to kill you. And he gets a five. What's your parry? My parry says six here. Do I roll it? How does that work? No, it just... Uh, the number I roll against instead of a four mm-hmm. when we are taking melee... Uh, which means he didn't make it. So I will spend a Benny. Okay. And I got a five. Okay, so never mind about that. (laughs) Um, No, you are not going to kill me. With one knife down, you take a step back. Another knife down, you take another step back. (laughs) He always keeps walking back for me. (laughs) Um, I wish I bought a gun. (laughs) Uh, James, it's your turn. Okay, uh, so I have a question can our cooking pot area be sort of off to the side? Why not? Great, great. So then I am going to dash through the sort of chaos that's happening in this crowd so that the range of my havoc is not going to affect people around my cooking pot. And I want to fill the area with with dancing and havoc uh, so that uh, these people have a trouble murdering people and maybe it's a nice side effect trouble cooking. I want you to all smart and spirit before you do any of that for unknown reasons. Okay, smart and spirit. Immediately wheels into a cooking pot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so that was three. On the smart or the spirit? Uh, that was three on okay. the spirit. Uh, but you made the smart. Uh, well, let's see the smarts. Amazing. I got a seven so smarts, you are not so. overwhelmed by the uh, smell. However, as you start running, um, you do you do what you said. You do, I don't want to even to roll for crystal channeling. It works. You mm-hmm. run. You raise your arms. Everything starts erupting, and a moment later, you realize you've just trapped about two dozen people from the crowd. Yeah, it, into the havoc, and that that makes you them ran dance, into the right? wrong side for some reason. You didn't run towards the others; you ran toward the crowd, and 
you don't oh. realize why. How about you all notice? Mm, okay, that is something that I at least have. Um, uh, I only got a well, three on that. Who knows why you are into the, the, the audience, yeah. but that's what happened. I'm too busy caught up in the dance <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. Um, it's, they start jumping around, people all over the audience jumping around into each other's I mean, some of them think it's awesome, but most of them, I think, think it's horrifying. And they bump into each other and they roll over the ground and roll over each other. And it's a mess. Also, it's a new round. I'm dealing cards. I'm dealing cards. I'm dealing cards. No one got a joker yet. Ah, no one got a joker. That's a good Phew. thing. If you guys get a joker, and I deal more cards to you guys than I deal to them, so there's a high chance that you'll get a joker. No, but instead, and as usual, uh, Grant, you go first. But even before that, next to Fetuado, stands Daddy. Daddy holds the bowl that his son, Franz Ferdinand, just managed to finish moments later. For and says, this will obviously be the best that you've ever tasted. And Fetuado takes it and says, I'm sure. And brings it to her lips and super fresh. And an eruption of yellowish orange cloud again bursts out of him all over everyone. Um, I want Aviv and James to please roll your vigor. Oh, no. uh, that's a four. Okay. okay. Uh, that's a Aviv, two. I don't think you'll need it, but you get it. You gain a die increase in strength and Oof. vigor as you're wow. invigorated <laughs> beyond mortal limits by just how super fresh it is. Also, one of the um, Velvet Vipers get buffed up as well. <laughs> uh, sure, yeah, the That's one facing me. you. It's your turn. What do you do? Cool. Okay, okay I shoot him. <laughs> ah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> this one not non-lethally. Well, just so you know, it's because you shoot him in close range, he's right next to you, you do... Um, shoot against their parry instead of... Ah, uh, I see. So he, he, he can knock it out of it. Um, he just, uh, okay. From this distance, he can maybe parry or uh, okay. uh, away can, from your shooting. Can I, use a, can I use my short sword instead then? Yes, of course. Uh, yeah, because I think it's actually higher damage output. So maybe, yeah. um, I will, I will um, sheath my pistol and draw my sword and then try and do a murder. It's not murder. We've established it's self-defense. It's, it's fine. Yes. Or revenge. It's not revenge either. No, it's, it's not revenge. Yeah. The time it, it, so he, he attacked me with two knives. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> and it's very recent, so it's fine. There will be forms to fill in, but that's okay. I'm going to spend a Benny because I got, I, got, I got six of them. Wow. I'm going to keep rolling bennies, I think, until I just get the number I want. Let's go again. One more time. Oh, uh, that's a seven. But you, you spent like 17 bennies and you got a seven? Look, mate. I just, I kept wrong. Look, I, I didn't hit max number. Okay, you know what? This seems like a last round. Let's, let's, let's go again. Let's do it. Still seven. Last Benny. Eight. <laughs> Finally. There we go. Right. Okay. I mean, seven, seven is enough, but. 16. 21 now. Oh, what? You know what? Usually I say you don't get 
um, another bonus for every race, but this time let's, let's give you two bonuses. So roll, it's, it's, I mean, it's 21. So roll your damage plus 2d6. 2d6 plus 6. Uh, that's 10, 12, 18 damage. Yes. That's uh, yeah. that's a lot of damage. You can ask Aviv yeah. how much damage killed her character last time we played in our campaign. Uh, it was more than that, but it's uh, eighteen is still enough to kill a non-player character. And, yeah, cool. And uh, how does it? He comes up with the knives and I kind of a uh, kind of a, a needle-like short sword, and I draw it and rush up to him, and it, it goes in through his uh, through his ribs and down down through his body, it's like that, and he collapses. You puncture through inner, yeah, all sort of like, yeah. like like through a bunch of organs, and then he goes down. He doesn't die immediately. No, um, no. Um, but <laughs> um, yeah, seconds. definitely eventually. Um, <laughs> and uh, I think, uh, yeah, a bit, a bit grim, but yeah. Uh, he starts spinning around, unsure what's happening, where is what, touching himself, feeling things rapturing from inside, then falls on the ground. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, the worst. Um, that was you, actually, Aviv Uh So invigorated and strengthened, Noelani sees this uh, guy <laughs> fall right next to her. She's going to step on his arm, grab the knife from his hand, pull it out, and then chop the mandrake root really, really thinly. Um, put it in the pot along with a slurp snout uh, banana puke. Um, and then mm-hmm. use her strength to lift the pot and stir it with her hands and roll cooking. Okay, I'll give you a plus two. And remember you have a plus one from uh, Will's action last time. Yes, uh, so that will be 10 overall. That's a success in a raise. So one yes. more point. One more point. Um, technically speaking, anyone can roll cooking. It's just that you don't have the skill. But We don't lose anything for failing, do we? Only oh. if you roll a one-one. Uh, oh, Kovacs, yeah, it's your time to shine. Yeah. He never gets to cook. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. And when I, I put down the pot and I, I haven't worn the, the apron yet, so I just give it to you and take a step back. It can be almost the, the, the setting up for the child at the very end. So the apron goes on slowly onto Kovacs' shoulders and he takes the tiny bit of garnish you've put to one side and just sprinkles it, you know, arm up in the crane style. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. There's like a yeah. bunch of different angled shots of him doing this that come at the camera really rapidly. So that glitter in the air look almost. You know it's going to become a meme kind of uh, moment. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd like to explain that while you do it, I'd like to imagine that while you do it, two minor characters are explaining what you're doing and getting re- <laughs> yeah. the bus in excitement. <laughs> He's dropping the seasoning in a counterclockwise pattern. This no, is no, uh, in line with the traditions of the Bergovian cooks. It is forbidden. Okay. <laughs> uh, be a- uh, Willem, while you're cooking. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, thank goodness for the uh, the D six you got. Yes. Be, without yes. the skill, it's a D four minus two. Minus two. Yes. Does the minus two come off the D six as well? Yes. Well, having rolled a six on the six and another six. Yes. Yes. Three, oh my god. That's thirteen in total. That's some good gumbo. Yes. <laughs> you got an extra cooking point. It's the best combo. <laughs> After you finish the garnishing, you realize one last thing is missing. And you take, you, you plant your finger inside, take it out, place it on your lips and go, perfecto. And then it's done. <laughs> <laughs> that was what was missing. Um, 
one of you now needs to actually grab it and take it to Fetuado. And James, you're the only one left before actually the uh, Velvet Vipers gets to act. Okay, so I don't know why I ran in the wrong direction earlier. So this could be a bit of a challenge for me, but... Uh, Chell is like going to slip out from the crowd where everybody is dancing, grab a bowl of this gumbo and run it up to the judge. All agility because your feet keep running to the wrong direction. Ooh, I'm going to have to use my last Benny on this one. Uh, actually, is there a special rule that if I roll double ones, I just fail? I should know that before well, well, I use my Benny. Well. <laughs> Well, in the new Savage World rules, yes, that's exactly what it means. In We are currently playing in the deluxe. Currently the old Savage yes. Worlds. Okay. No. So that was very close. Yeah. Uh, yes, to falling into the gumbo. <laughs> uh, I, got, I got a seven on that. <laughs> you rush toward the gumbo, you plow this bowl into it and run forward to Fetuado, just as one of the Velvet Vipers seem to be midway toward you. <laughs> Fetuado leans down. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, takes your bowl, starts drinking for me. Such spice! And yes! <laughs> <laughs> I think at that, like, I clap my hands because I'm so excited just as the Velvet Viper tackles me to the ground. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this emotion, this tasteful aroma that seems to erupt out of him, washes over everyone once more and does some mechanical thing that is irrelevant because he immediately announces, the winner! And brings your bowl up into the skies. The audience is going crazy with applause, except for like 20 of them that are just can't stop moving and keep bumping into each other and falling on the floor. And some of them are actually quite hurt. And <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> I really, somebody's really got to explain to me the full ramifications of my powers because I do not understand it at all. It's a character. James, you'll get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Velvet Vipers fall on the floor crying and, and ripping their own clothes off and the mummy and daddy start blaming each other while the kid cries and asks for attention and the monks probably go like, mm, how unfortunate, we, we wish you all die as you depart the island and turn around and walk away. And... But Fetuado brings you all up to the dais and just, says... Just, just before I go up to the dais, can I just hide that corpse real quick? <laughs> <laughs> just, just, like, just like a shot, like a shot of me a shot of me dragging it by the leg away into some trees. Or like, sure. Actually, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Pushing it into the swimming pool and then walking back... <laughs> the banana pool, I remind you. Oh, yes, the banana Yeah, yo, oh, God, yeah, the banana pool. Hey, kids, I leave. <laughs> and, yeah... Throwing the corpse in and running back over. Yeah, hi, it's cool. <laughs> no one, no one broke the tone. It's cool. We end up using it, just waving the corpse's hand at people as you drag it past. <laughs> He's fine. Oh, God. He's really tired. Um, this seems to be the end. We now move to slow after images. Uh, where do we see each of you, and what are you doing then, Aviv? Um. How do you spend the next two days on the island? Well, I think as Sin, we need to probably like 
check what is up with that crystal that's making everyone taste the tastes that he's tasting. I'm going to be very tastefully talking to him about it, um, trying to persuade my way to um, getting that crystal for sin because that's And thus you find there's actually a crystal embedded into the dais under him ah. that is reflective. It sort of responds to his powerful taste buds. Oh, we're going to ruin Ooh. the competition. Yes, mm. if you're taking it, there's no more competition. I think we should definitely leave that in place because that seems great. <laughs> yeah, that's just good stuff. <laughs> Plus, it seems like a weird superpower to have. Everyone can uh, take what I taste. Oh, but, actually, uh, I, have, I have the, the details for that uh, crystal. It is quite, kind of weird, yes. It's, uh, yeah, it's okay. not the usual one. <laughs> yeah, Buford, what's, what do we see happening with you? Um, yeah. Okay. So, seeing as there isn't, seeing as there isn't after the uh, uh, basically after credit scene, there's Buford like heavily dragging a corpse into some trees, um, <laughs> and then and then taking and, and taking like an hour long shower in the hotel and really getting into the um, to the because I, I figure it's like an all expenses paid resort, so I'm drinking quite a lot of mango cocktails by the pool. Sure. Still in the dressing room. Uh chill. Uh, Chell is going to be doing some snorkeling while she's oh, there, yeah. checking out uh, the coral reefs that, that have got to be around these islands. Do you find a turtle? I do find a turtle. It's just got one head, oh, and okay. she's, I think, prattling on underwater, uh, <laughs> trying to explain how this other turtle had four heads. <laughs> the turtle seems unimpressed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it should be quite impressed. I mean, I would be. Well, the, the turtle, you know, it's like everybody else that Chell talks to. Chell is very interested in the things that she's talking about yeah. and nobody else around her seems to be. So it's it's not an experience that's unusual to her or one that she picks up on. So sure. <laughs> uh, finally, what do you see with Kovac? Um, yeah, Kovac is oh, you know, holding onto a newspaper. The big headline at the top of it reads, you know, Two dead, five missing in cooking showdown <laughs> carnage. <laughs> but he's, but he, he's not looking at that part of the paper. He's looking at the tiny little bit, which is the picture of him sprinkling right at the very end, which he's snipping out. Uh-huh. And then you just see him walking into a tattoo shop with this picture clutched in hand. <laughs> oh, oh no, victory yes. tattoo. Yes. That's, that's a real victory. For, for, for both him <laughs> and his Apache. Yeah. Well, it's all matching everything from now on. The patch has like the little beanie, like mm-hmm. I wear, you know. Oh my gosh! Has he, has he, got, has he got like little crutches and stuff? I'm trying to yes. Oh, I have to draw it in the book. <laughs> oh, everyone get a Benny, but beyond that, that was exotic ingredients, a very unusual crystal heart adventure. Well, if folks are interested in the Crystal Hearts at all, they can check out the Kickstarter, which I believe should be live as this is broadcasting. Thank you all so much for playing with me. And uh, thank you very much, Aran, for running it. Gladly. Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week. But don't worry, we'll be back next week with a special holiday game surprise. In the meantime, if you're looking for other great gaming shows, be sure to check out other One Shot Network programs. Like The Broadswords. The Broadswords is an all-women D&D podcast focused on drama, roleplay, and subverting stereotypes. Join the Broads as they unravel the mysteries of the snowy Rashomon, a land ruled by witches steeped in superstition. 
Berserkers reign, and spirits roam the frozen wastes. Yalaris, Kila, and Maypri all have their own reasons for journeying north, but soon they discover they have something in common. They are pawns in a divine plot. You can find the broadswords on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast app. You also might want to check out some of the other great programs on the OneShot Twitch stream, like Total Party Kill, which is archived entirely on our YouTube page. As always, we end one shot with a call to action, and this week, I'm calling on y'all to protect our healthcare. The ACA is pretty much across the board in trouble, but one of the most important provisions is the provision that prevents insurance companies from denying coverage based on pre-existing conditions. Because of the way medical service is set up in this country, everyone depends on insurance. It's simply impractical to purchase many life-saving procedures out of pocket. Denying people access to medical care based on pre-existing conditions is cruel. And if we're going to keep healthcare accessible, we need to advocate to our representatives to keep it that way. One of the ways you can do this is by calling your representatives. Now, when I call my reps, I use a site called fivecalls.org. That's the number five, calls.org. There you can find summaries for issues like this one, along with contact information for your representatives and a script to read while you're on the phone to make sure you get your point across clearly. Calling just takes a few minutes and it can make a huge difference on issues like this. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a production of the OneShot Podcast Network, in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M-Press.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.